0: Hey guys, welcome to Rihanna's Lens, where I interact with you about the components in the STEM field and introduce you to fascinating people who passionately inhabit the scientific and technical frontiers of our society. My name is Rihanna Malhotra and I'm absolutely elated to share this podcast with all of you. On this episode, I'm joined by a guest who's an undergraduate student majoring in genetics and computer science. She's also actively interested in research and is looking forward to getting into the aging field. I am so glad to welcome and introduce Christy Furi. Thank you so much for coming on. I can't wait to begin our discussion.
1: Thank you for inviting me. This is so exciting.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. So let's just get started. Um, What exactly is it that you ask yourself before getting into this field?
1: Um, So I had quite a rocky road to the STEM field. I actually in high school was very interested in business subjects and finance and everything. And only towards my final year was I interested in computer science and everything. And there was at my university, there was like an option to do it with genetics. And I thought that was really, really cool. So I started reading lots of books on it. And I just honestly thought that it suited my personality. I would say I'm a very curious person and there's a lot of research within the genetics field. So I thought my curious personality trait would like, help me in this field. Um, so, yes, I read, a, I did a lot of research. I read a lot of books. I asked myself um, that's quite a hard question. I asked myself what I wanted to do with my life, basically. And my big goal in life is to have an impact on the world and make the world a better place than what it was when I entered. And so I saw this degree as a way for me to do that, if that makes sense.
0: Oh, so um, how exactly do genetics and computer science combine with each other? How is that related?
1: So, um, ge- with genetics, there's a lot of data because you have to collect genomes and your genome is very, very long. Um, and it's all like, I like to call your genome the code of you as a person there's like these four letters and they make up this long code and it determines your traits everything about you and basically with that data you can write computer programs and algorithms to sort through and analyze the data so that like scientists can understand it in a better way if that makes sense so yeah basically you create computer computer programs to hack the genetic program and edit it and do everything that you need to do
0: Wow, that truly sounds extremely fascinating. So uh, was your educational journey the traditional way or did you um, explore some other fields before getting into genetics and computer science?
1: Um, I came into university straight from high school. So I did physics and biology and finance um, in high school and a lot of maths. So And I also did AP maths and everything. So I was very mathematically educated, which is why I think I moved into the computer science direction. And then I guess my education didn't really put me into the genetics field. It was more my own interest in genetics that led to me adding that as another major. So yeah, I had high school, which... Really build the foundation on my mathematical side, which is why I wanted to do computer science. And then I really wanted to link it to something that could potentially help people by curing diseases and everything. And that's how I got to genetics.
0: Yeah, so it shows that you really worked on and went into the fields that you really were interested in. Um, like yeah. You had a background in mathematics and you went to computer science with that. And you truly knew that genetics is one thing that you're extremely fascinated in. So you jumped into that as well. So I think that's awesome. And yeah, I I think that
1: someone mustn't be scared that if they didn't take a subject in high school that they shouldn't go into a specific field. Like I knew that I would do like enjoy computer science because I like that stuff in high school, but I'd never done, I knew what genetics was, you know, but I never deeply went into that field. So I I think people shouldn't be um, restricting themselves based on what they've done in high school. They should really be open to anything.
0: Definitely. And now at university, uh, what majors fall under the uh, genetics branch?
1: So as I'm only in my first year of university, it's still very very broad. Um, in second year and third year and fourth year, you go into more detailed like majors. But right now, I take maths, applied maths, computer science, um, biology, genetics. Within genetics and biology, there's sub majors like evolution and biochemistry and animals, studying animals and humans. So it's all very broad right now, but it's quite interesting because I can see the overall picture of it and how it will eventually start to link together. Um, But yes, evolution is a very, very big part of genetics. So I guess that's one main major under genetics, evolution and biochemistry is also quite a big thing to understand the chemistry of the body.
0: Oh, OK, I see. So um, now under genetics, what is your take on that? And um, what exactly is it that interested you to um, research under genetics? So what fascinated me
1: was how I took so many different modules and and subjects, um, And every time it would link back to genetics and the human genome and hacking the genome. Like even in my computer science major, we sometimes do assignments where we have to analyze DNA and the genome. So it felt like everything was pointing towards genetics. Even if I was doing computer science, everything was like gravitating towards genetics. Like every, every aspect of biology like the core of that is genetics and so I just felt like to understand genetics is almost to understand how we work as humans and that truly fascinates me because I want to know why I'm living and the plant next to me is not well is but why my light is not a living thing you know what makes me a living creature and that truly fascinated me discovering like why we are humans and what like is the core behind that
0: definitely our bodies are, itself are so vast like um, each and every cell has different organelles in it and so many to count like uh, and that and that's just one cell and like that we have so many cells in our body and also you are looking mm-hmm. forward to getting into research and aging so yeah. um, can you talk a bit about that
1: um so thank you for that question I love it when people ask me about aging um so I know that I want to go into the academia field and start research um at a postgraduate level after I finish my degree and so as an undergrad you don't have to choose the field that you want to go into but it's quite good to start looking what interests you within genetics so I was looking in cancer I thought Cool, cancer is really interesting because it's a gene mutation. That seems like a cool topic. And then I started doing research as to what is an underlying thing that causes so many diseases to evolve in within your genes. And I actually listened to a podcast. Um, there's a podcast guy, Lex Friedman, and he spoke to a Harvard professor called David Sinclair. And it was all about aging and how aging is actually, David sees aging as a disease and cancer and um, Alzheimer's and dementia is all like a, a symptom of this disease of aging. So I thought that's so fascinating because if you could stop aging, you could, you know, stop all of these things. And I'm very much a believer in if you have a big problem, you have to look at the core of the problem to solve it, if that makes sense. So I started reading up on aging, reading books, watching podcasts, and it just interests me how the research field is moving in a direction where they are starting to think that they could stop aging and reverse it by activating certain genes, um, increasing certain levels of NAD in your body. It's just very, very cool. And I think that that field speaks to me you know it just it's so interesting and I'm so curious as to what's going to happen there so I'm really interested to go into that field
0: yeah absolutely the possibilities under aging are just uh, so many and there's so much to explore under that and like you said if you find the core problem then possibly all of us can live for uh, hundreds of years
1: (laughs) yeah imagine we could have so many podcasts on your channel
0: (laughs) Yeah, completely. <laughs> I will definitely bring you on my podcast again once you uh, find out what exactly is it that we can do to cure aging.
1: Awesome. I'd be so excited to do that.
0: <laughs> definitely. Now, um, bioinformatics, is that also under um, genetics and computer science together?
1: Yes. Bioinformatics is a very big stream. Um, I'm actually taking a bioinformatics um subject next year and it's basically it's like teaching you how to create computer algorithms for genetics because what I sometimes struggle with is when I do computer science and then I go to my genetics lecture I'm like okay I understand both of these but I need someone to show me how to write a computer algorithm for genetics if that makes sense so bioinformatics is basically the field where it's merging my two majors together and I'm really interested in possibly going into that post-grad there are lots of postgrad options where you do bioinformatics with genetics or with computer science all together so yes bioinformatics is a very it's a very new field um, it's not like a common field that you hear of when you're applying for university and everything but it's very interesting and I think it's going to develop a lot in the future
0: Yeah, it's not that common. So can you uh, tell us that what is bioinformatics and what does it involve?
1: So bioinformatics involves a lot of machine learning. Um, You basically learn how to create machine learning algorithms where you give it a lot of data Um, and it predicts certain outcomes, maybe it can predict it. You can give it a genome, and it can predict um, what type of diseases could merge from this genome. Um, So that's a big field that's submerging right now. There's a lot of people are seeing that in the future, a lot of lab um, babies will be made. I don't know if you know what a lab baby is, but it's basically using in vitro fertilization to sequence genomes of embryos before implanting them to make sure that the the embryo that you're implanting has the lowest chance of having certain diseases Um, so bioinformatics is purely using artificial intelligence machine learning algorithms to predict and to help you analyze and decipher a genome essentially and then you can do a lot of research on that if that makes sense
0: Yeah, that sounds awesome. And um, now under research, are there any other projects that you're looking forward towards? Um,
1: Yes, so I love my degree because I have so many um, different projects. So right now I'm working with a team and we basically, we have to write a research um, project on how will we as humans be able to engineer our own evolution? So that's been really interesting because with gene editing and genetic engineering, people don't really know how evolution will like happen, you know, because we will actually be altering our own evolution. So I'm busy working on that. And then I'm busy finding which stream within aging I want to go into. Um, I'm obviously still quite early in my university education so I'm not too worried about that I'm just exploring aging seeing what I think is really interesting and then going into that and then also with computer science um, I have two big projects with that one is I have to develop an algorithm that checks spelling and gives you suggested words it's basically like your spell check on your phone and then I have another another project where I have to develop an algorithm that analyzes DNA basically tells you the chances of having certain diseases based on your genome. So that's what I'm busy working on.
0: Wow, that's great. This just goes to show that the STEM fields really showcase your logical thinking and analytical skills because there's so much to brainstorm while researching or even doing a computer science project, like you said, the spell check. So um, like for a common person like me, I don't know what really goes behind what's that coding and what's that software that goes behind those spell checks. I'm pretty sure that must be complex as well.
1: Yeah, it is. And it's like (laughs) when you get a new project, you kind of just sit there and you kind of reflect on what you have to be doing right now. Um, No, it's definitely it was when I first started computer science, it was definitely very challenging. And there were times where I was like, I don't think this is made for me, you know, it's, it's a very complex system, but once you understand it, I think you can see how cool it is and then you feel super motivated to work at it and do really well, so yeah.
0: I think you must be also rethinking what, um, like while you're using any device, what code or what program goes into it, because literally, it's a simple thing, it must be so vast and the workings behind it must be just insane.
1: Yeah, like your spell checker is part of your everyday life and we spend like a whole semester. So that's about three months, four months work on the spell checker program. And it's just something in part of your everyday life. You've always had a spell check on your phone. And like I sometimes I go on an app and I see it's glitching and I'm like, I should probably let these people know there's a bug in
0: their program. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Now your mind is just going to be engineered to are looking forward to those type of things. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Now, um, what fields can a person get into after studying these two um, aspects of education, which is genetics and computer science?
1: Um, So the thing that I love about these two majors is it's so broad, so it doesn't limit you in any way, which is what I really wanted. I struggle to make decisions. Um, I often change my mind on things because I don't know, my brain just wants to do everything. And then I never know what to do. So you can go into genetics and genetics is a very broad field. Cause you can go into plant genetics, animal genetics, human genetics. There's a lot of genetics that you can go into. And then I can go into b- uh, like biochemical field or, Um, Yeah, biotechnology is a big field that I can go into, like the pharmaceuticals, developing drugs. And then I can also go into computer science field. I can become a software engineer um, because I will actually be a software engineer once I graduate. So I can go work as a software engineer if I want to. Or I can become a bioinformatician. I think that's what you call it. Um, I can work in the bioinformatics field. So there's like so many options that I can move into.
0: Yeah, so I think with uh, these two fields, you can explore the biology and chemistry side as well as the mathematics and uh, the computer and technology side. So there's really a lot to uh, choose from, it seems.
1: Yes, yes, there is a lot. And it it's actually a relieving feeling because you know that you don't have to limit your thoughts. You don't have to limit your creativity and your curiosity because there's so much that you can go into.
0: Yeah, definitely. Now you're also interested in the STEM field. So what does being a part of STEM mean to you?
1: I love the STEM field. Um, To be honest, when I was, if you asked me three years ago, I probably wouldn't have said that I would have gone into a STEM field, but I love the STEM field because it's so broad. Like with my, um, my research project that I have to do on genetic evolution, I'm doing it with someone who's interested in studying glaciers and I'm doing it with someone who's doing a pure mathematical degree and my other teammate or group partner whatever he wants to become a physicist so it's I love that you can the stem field brings all of these people together and if you go look at all these um All of these majors they're so different but they're all similar in a way if that makes sense so i love being a part of the stem field because it's also something that's very futuristic like you are discovering something that can potentially change humanity um like CRISPR technology i don't know if you know about that but the gene editing technology that has changed the way scientists think and the world thinks you know so it's so cool how the degree that you're going into you can literally change and make a big impact on history. One day your kids can look back and be like, "Wow, my mom did that. you know like I think that that's so cool that you have the opportunity to be part of something like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. In fact, people in the STEM fields they are the future like everything that we're working on. It is going to impact everyone in the future or is impacting everyone now. So I think that's really cool to watch and look forward to. And now for my favorite question of all, uh, why do you think there should be more diversity in the STEM fields?
1: Um, The STEM field, so there's a lot of thinking that can go into the STEM field. And I love this about computer science especially because We all, our whole class does one project, but not one, two people won't have the same code, like, but it does the same thing, if that makes sense. So, what I love about this, the STEM field is that there's so much diversity that is able to come from it, if that makes sense. So, if a diverse group of people come within the STEM field, it would just open everyone's minds to all these different ways of doing things. I definitely think that. Seeing diversity within the STEM field and seeing how people, different people with different cultures, how they think differently, you can learn so much from that. So it, it creates so much value and so much educational opportunity within the STEM field having diversity.
0: Yeah, definitely. People with different cultural backgrounds, they must have a different experience altogether. And when you bring all those different experiences in one place and working on one project. There's so much we can do, in fact. and um, Exactly. Yeah, so if there are people from all over the world working on, like, suppose, three people working on, from different parts of the world working on one project, I think there's so much we could achieve with that.
1: Exactly. If you put all their minds together, maybe you can, I don't know, stop aging from happening.
0: <laughs> yeah, probably. I hope so. And, yeah. Um, being a woman in STEM, did you face any challenges
1: Um, definitely. And I, I have an Instagram account where I like try to speak a bit about this. Um, so I always, the, the funny thing is I go into class and there's so many like males and you sit there and you're like, okay, you feel a little bit awkward because you like definitely that minority. Um, and what I find is that I sometimes feel scared to answer questions or to, argue with someone because I'm a woman and I'm scared that they judge me. I I know that's bad. And that's something I'm working on overcoming, but it is some with a group of males, a big group, and you're the only female, it's difficult to stand up for yourself and to fight for your own point because you're in the minority. And I definitely do see it um, more than I thought I would have um, because obviously the world is progressing, everything's changing, but there really aren't a lot of girls um, within my university doing computer science. And I think it's kind of exciting for me because I can break the barriers and argue with everyone and fight my point, even though I find it uncomfortable sometimes I'm trying really hard to encourage myself to ask questions, even if I might be wrong, like who cares, you know? And if I think something's right, I should like fight for it, you know? So yeah, it's, it's been interesting. And It definitely does, I do feel it, but um, it's something exciting to fight towards, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, and um, I think the STEM fields in general are really male-dominated, and it's time for women to break all the stereotypes and encourage more women to join this field and show them how truly fascinating it is. So I think it's great what you're doing, and... Uh, working on yourself to break those uh, stereotypes and being able to make a point in class itself.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I'm trying. but
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure you'll be able to do it, but it's just your first year, so over time, I think. It yes.
1: Yes, exactly. And what I love now is like on the Instagram space, everything, you start seeing all these women in tech, women in STEM, it's becoming like almost like a trend and i i honestly love seeing that i try to connect with all the girls that i meet um i try to connect with everyone but it's really nice to see um, women in stem um it's kind of i feel really empowered when i see that
0: yeah definitely it's certainly amazing and uh, lastly is there any advice that you would like to give to anyone wanting to join the same field as yours
1: um I would say to people, don't be scared to go into something that is unknown to you and that you're not sure of because you can do it. And don't think that you aren't smart enough to do computer science. That's like a big thing. So many people message me like, hey, do you think I'd be smart enough to do computer science? Like. Of course, you would just work towards it. There are tough times. I like, I must say, I've gone through times where, like, you don't want to do it anymore because it gets hard. But to anyone wanting to come into my field, I would say, persevere, work hard because it is going to be awesome at the end. And it's so worth it, you know? So, yeah, don't be scared to do it. Just do it, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's some great advice well that's it for today thank you so much for for coming on my podcast I had a great time talking to you and getting to know your insights
1: thank you so much for having me this was really fun I've never been on a podcast before Um, so this was really exciting
0: yeah I had a great time talking to you and interacting with you and I certainly got to know uh, about more things and good luck on your aging project I hope you you get into that and explore it more and hopefully we'll all live for hundred more
1: years yeah so i can come on your podcast again that would be cool definitely looking forward thank you so much for having me yeah thank i you. love your podcast and i love what you're doing
0: thank you so much and to let all of you know this podcast is now available on youtube spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, breaker and Pocket Casts. make sure you subscribe to all listening platforms and stay tuned for more